It's the Outspoken Offender Podcast. My hope is to encourage registered citizens, former inmates, and anyone facing stereotypes and social ostracism to move beyond society's labels. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. I hope your uh, day is going well for you. Something that has been bothering me personally lately, for the last several years actually, is the lack of dating prospects uh, while you're on the registry or even after the registry or uh, you have a felony. You know, I was married, uh, without getting into all the details, I was married for a few years and I was divorced in 2017 to somebody that I knew before my conviction. So that 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 made a big difference. I knew this woman. She knew who I was. She knew the true me, and she understood I made a bad, bad mistake, uh, and I went to prison for it. But afterwards, we reconnected. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. So, so something that's been bothering me is how does someone on the registry date I mean, I don't know about you, but I can't seem to uh, meet anybody, uh, female or male. Now, I, I date women, so how is that possible? And I hope you are listening tonight that you do have a significant other, uh, because it is important when you're on the registry to have support and, uh, and, and just company. And to share your life with someone. And that, that goes for anybody on this planet. Sex offense or not. Uh, it's, it's an important thing if that's what you, that, that's what you want in your life. Uh, to be married or have a significant other or to live with someone or just have a good friend. So yeah, this has been bothering me. Uh, because I've been reading some articles that a lot of these dating apps are saying no. You are on the registry. You're not gonna be re- you're not gonna be on our app. You're not gonna be our, on our dating app. Uh, an article that I was reading. This is dated now. It's a little bit old. It's about a year old. But th- for the last year, dating apps are really cracking down on sex offenders being on their dating apps. Okay, so one of the the biggest dating app companies. It's it's called the Match Group, and they own Bumble, Grinder, Tinder, Match.com, OkCupid, and some other ones. But they're really targeting now people on the registry. So I'm reading this article, and there is a representative from Illinois uh, who who says this, quote, Our concern about the underage use of dating apps is heightened by reports that many popular free dating apps permit registered sex offenders to use them, while the paid versions of these same apps screen out registered sex offenders, end quote. And then, then the representative continues to say, quote, protection from sexual predators. Wait a minute. Protection from sexual predator? Whoever said anything about a predator? There's a difference between a registered sex offender and a registered sexual predator. But anyway, the the second portion of the quote says, protection from sexual predators should not be a luxury confined to paying customers. Now, I can just rant and rave about how I disagree with this, but it's not going to help because they're continuing with their restrictions. Now, this is a hard topic to to talk about. Uh, There are, yes, there have been reports, not a lot, but there have been reports of, you know, uh, women being raped 
and that is horrible. That is that is that's horrible. And I, I, I can't imagine going through such a, a, a trauma like that. But what I'm upset about is I'm seeing a, a a very big trend going on. This isn't going to end with dating apps. It's going to continue. The Supreme Court has already stated that the use of social media for registered sex offenders is permitted. Meaning if if they were to, to ban sex offenders, it would be unconstitutional. So people on the registry, like myself, maybe you, maybe your loved one, can legally use social media, you know, and but then you have to deal with the uh, like the Facebook policies and things like that. And now we're dealing with the dating app policies. What is going to be next? These companies are going to start putting restrictions in place to remove everyone from the registry. And that's almost 100, or excuse me, that's almost 1 million people in the United States. People on the registry are on the registry for such a wide variety of crimes. Some serious, some not serious at all. So we're putting everybody together and saying, hey, you can't go on my dating app because we think you might be dangerous. Or we might we we think you might rape somebody. It's that notion where, you know, one person does a real bad thing and then everybody else suffers. Now I am I when I explain these things and talk about these things and do videos on these topics, it's hard because I, I am someone that of course doesn't want anything to happen to anybody else, but at the same time, it upsets me when companies and and uh, apartment complexes and social media companies and now dating apps and I can go on and on are excluding a large group of people because of a past crime. It's upsetting for me because nowadays dating apps are seen as something that's like, hey, use it. It's okay. Years ago, it used to be like, oh, I use a dating app. Oh, no. Uh, and it was kind of embarrassing, but nowadays it's accepted. So people that are on the registry and, and looking for a normal date just to meet somebody, I guess they're going to be excluded. Okay, so now that I've talked about these dating apps, uh, how how does someone on the registry meet somebody? If, you are, if your hands are tied and you can't get on Bumble or Match or OkCupid, you know, my my advice is to just do the old-fashioned way. And I, I get a lot of emails from time to time, uh, people asking me, uh, when should I talk to the person that I'm dating? When should I tell them that I'm on the registry? Well, I would have to say it really is going to depend on your situation, but I don't immediately say it. It's not like I'll, well, I don't go on dates because I can't meet anybody. But in the past, if I have met somebody, I, I don't say, hey, hey, Samantha, my, my name is the outspoken offender and I was you know, arrested uh, you know, seven years ago and I'm a sex offender. No, I don't do that. Uh, I let the person at least get to know my personality a little bit, but I don't wait too long. I don't wait months and months. I might wait after you know, the second or third date uh, you might have a different opinion, and that's okay. It's all going to depend on what you're comfortable with. Now, on the reverse side, uh, I'm just going to take male and female here. So let's say you're the female and you are starting to date or you found out that your date uh, or your boyfriend 
is a registered sex offender. What I would say is find out the truth before you, you run for the hills. Let that, that guy explain the situation. And if you're not comfortable with it, well, then you don't have to date that person, of course. But find out the truth. A lot of times when you research people on the registry, it's very misleading. It'll say the crime and it'll sound probably a lot worse than what it was. At least give them uh, a chance to explain and then go from there. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, it's upsetting that, um, you know, it's hard to find love in the first place. And now uh, if you're on the registry, it's even more difficult. But you can still live a, uh, I would say, a semi-normal life and do it the old-fashioned way. Get outside. Um, talk to people. Uh, try to stay confident. And I think that will help and improve your chances of meeting someone and just skip the dating apps. First of all, they suck anyway. No one really wants to really meet up or anything. At least that's been my experience. And I have sent, well, before, I, before I quit doing the social or the uh, dating apps, I sent hundreds and hundreds of messages to a variety of women and I heard nothing back. And that didn't have anything to do with the sex offender registry because they didn't know it yet. They didn't have my full name. It's just that they suck. The apps suck. So try something new. All right. Have a great day. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of your week or weekend. And I'll talk to you soon. It's the Outspoken Offender podcast. My hope is to encourage registered citizens, former inmates, and anyone facing stereotypes and social ostracism to move beyond society's labels. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm the Outspoken Offender. You can find me on YouTube and Twitter. Remember, you are not your label.